I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. But other than, you know, missing the kid getting off the bus and other than, you know, the kid not coming home on the bus, the sitter seems to be working out pretty well. I mean, she's, she does have a learning curve with this child, but she is scaling the learning curve. She is making the effort to, when the kid tells her, oh, I don't have homework. And I say, hey, look, you didn't get your homework done. And she says, oh, he didn't tell me. I will be sure to check next time. (laughs) You bet you will. Right? You believe too? (laughs) She's learning and it's great. But the other day I came home and he was showing her his book of baby pictures. And I was curious if anything would come of that because there are a lot of old pictures of you in there. Mm Mm-hmm. And she hasn't said anything, and I don't know if she even noticed or if she just recognizes the situation and knows not to say anything. We also have on our walls pictures of our wedding and pictures of our wedding announcements, which... I look less masculine. <laughs> you do look less masculine. You still were very butch, but the the pictures are less masculine. You have no beard and your jawline is softer. And then there's also the wedding invitations and announcements that refer to us as Ms. George and Ms. Jessica. Right. So there's that. And she has not said a thing. I don't know if she hasn't noticed or if she just noticed and knows not to say anything. Yeah, and it's hard to say because some people are not nosy enough to read the things on your wall or look closely at the pictures. Some people are not as interested in gender gendery things as we are, so they wouldn't catch on right away. And then some people are like our old neighbors who are like, well, that's just the way that is. It's none of my business, and I don't need to have a concern about it. I just am interacting with this person because they're a person. So Right. Yeah, so right. who knows? Could be any of the above. It could be. In the, in the midst of all this ruckus about, you know, riding the bus and finding him a sitter and getting that settled and then him not getting off the bus and not getting on the bus and, and such. And cracking some kids' ribs and getting into fights well, and not was, having playground time and all these other things that are happening with him also. He had changed meds. Well, they had upped some old meds. Yeah. And then after they did that, which we've talked about before, including all the things you just said we talked about before. We went back to the doctor, and he seemed fairly settled on his increase of meds from the past set of incidents. And I said, you know, I need to tell you that as soon as he turns his head, first of all, if he turns his head five times, he changes what he's thinking five times. He can't remember what he was just doing. So I'm concerned about this because that seems really difficult to live with. Yes. To be in in that headspace. And now that he's a little more settled with his mood... Is there anything we can do about that? Is this part of the med? Is what's going on? And previously when we had tried ADD meds, and this we discussed, you know, two or three years ago when we first started him on meds, maybe a year, year and a half ago, the ADD meds let him focus, but there are some really dark places in his head and he could focus on those and then he would start spouting all sorts of violent rhetoric And it was just not a good situation for him or anyone else who had to deal with him. No, unfortunately, Grandma had said, you know, that happened to her oldest son as well. The ADHD meds were bad. And so he went off of them, and then he ended up on the mood stabilizers. So we've been working with the mood stabilizers, and the doctor has been saying since, since we started working with him and the mood stabilizers, you know, eventually we can try some 
ADD meds again. ADD meds again, because once we get the mood stuff stable, we could try that and see if that helps him. So the doctor put him on a different family of ADD type meds and a low dose of that. We were still seeing at that point just a little bit of unfortunately usual antics of not being good at accepting no or anything that wasn't what he thought he wanted to do. Impulsivity, irritability, quick to anger. Yes. We were seeing a little bit of it, but apparently his teacher was seeing more. But she wasn't telling us. Well, no, she she wasn't telling us before the last med increase either. And then she finally did say, well, this has been coming on. And, you know, we compared it with with our notes of what had been going on at this end and found um, that he was needing a med increase. And unfortunately, we didn't put all that together until he did kick people. But um, <laughs> it, it escalated too fast. So, yeah. It did. So... She sent me a message saying, and I, I don't know if she's also hesitant like about his meds. That, that's the impression I get is she's hesitant about his meds. But she said, you know, I'm not sure what the new meds are for, but he doesn't seem to be any better. And, also, and I'm having these other problems with him in the classroom. And at the same time, the school had gone to the after school program to ask if the person in charge there had seen some problems that had been brought to the school's attention. And this had to do with, like, threatening people and saying he was going to murder someone. Mm-hmm. So I, you or know. saying that he had murdered someone. Yes. So you sent me a text about that, and I was like, oh, great. Maybe these meds are bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again. But compared with where he had been before, you know, violently reacting to other situations and still using that he's he's the mini trump <laughs> he's the machismo and i'll try and impress my way out of any situation and it doesn't matter if i'm actually being impressive right so at this point that attempt at impressive is talking about murder well yeah and so i went to him and i i sat down with him when you know that evening after everything was settled down and showers were done and where he was getting in bed so that I could talk to him in a calm space and say, so tell me what happened at school today. <laughs> and, and he had asked you earlier, did my teacher call you? <laughs> Didn't he? I think, I think it might have been that day, but he has asked me that recently. A couple uh, times. Yeah. I said, yeah, she's emailed me. So... What he had done at school with the teacher was blurting and swearing and generally throwing a fit that didn't involve throwing other things, just the fit. Um, That's good because he has been known to throw things, including oh, we'll like get to chairs that. and desks. Let's and... get to that later in the week, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So I said, yes, but we'll talk about it later. And then when we were, he was laying down to go to bed, I said, so tell me what happened at school. And he says, well... He said some things at school, and he knows he shouldn't say that. And, you know, once he's calmed down, he, he knows that. And I said, okay, we have to find a way for you not to say that. And then I, I talked to him about this murder issue. And I was trying to determine that without leading him on, or I, I basically wanted to figure out what, 
was going on by just giving him a option. So I said, so did you say something about murder? And he's looking at me like, what are you talking about? And I say, do you know what murder is? And he says, yeah, in his machismo. Of course thing. he does. He says, it's um, when this big bird comes and gets you and takes you off and wraps you up. And I'm looking at him like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and I said, what are you talking about? He says, oh, it's a book my teacher's reading. I don't know what it's called. And I say, okay, I need to email. I'm thinking I have to email the teacher and ask her, what, what chapter book are you reading? <laughs> and uh, I say, no, that's not it. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't know what to say, really. Well, but I, I was like, okay, so you think the bird takes people and does what? <laughs> he says, yeah, the birds. And I say, the birds. What kind of birds are they? Uh, they're big birds. They're black birds. Are these crows? Is this a murder of crows? <laughs> Is he thinking it's a group of crows? Okay. He has no no idea what murder is. None. Right. I say, well... Well, and at that point, there was some other kid who had grabbed onto the word and used it yes. as a intimidating it, thing. Well, they were, and they were egging him on. So then he describes to me and he says, well, no, so-and-so said it. I said, oh. And he had found a picture of a couple of the kids at school on the ground and said, by being egged on, because this is what people do with kids like him, that he had murdered them. Uh -huh. And he was laughing about it because he thought he was being a big bird and carrying them somewhere, wrapping them up in a <laughs> nest. I don't know. This is very funny to him. You want me to say I murdered them? Sure, I murdered them. Whatever. Whatever. Was I paying attention to the chapter book? No idea. <laughs> so he has no idea. And I say, okay, well, murder is a kind of weird word because a group of black birds like that is called a murder of crows, which means it's a group of crows, but it's it's a specific to those birds name of that group. But otherwise, murder means killing. And you didn't kill anybody. And he goes, no. Like, what the F is wrong with you? That makes no sense. <laughs> you know, because unless uh -huh. he's telling you he's mad at you and would like to kill you. Yeah, it's if he ridiculous means killing, he will say kill. He will not say murder. He will say kill or he will say shoot or kick or he will use all these other graphic terms. But he, that M word has never come out of his mouth with us. It's not graphic enough, I don't think, now that you mention it. Yes. He likes to be more specific than that. I will shoot you in your face with a big gun and I will laugh. Yes. So I say, okay. I'm like, phew. Okay. There's no murder. Thank goodness. No, he's not going to murder anybody. He'll just kill them. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> and he, when he does the general, I'd like to kill you, it's his version of, I hate you. Mm-hmm. That three-year-olds do where they get mad and they hate you or they like you and then they love you. That's it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, he doesn't, he, he doesn't know what we're talking about here. I'm sending him to bed. And you can tell because if he's trying to get out of it, the rabbit trail he leads you down makes about as much sense. <laughs> but but it's, it's like all the cues are there that you're like, oh, no, I don't think so. Somehow. Yes, somehow. <laughs> Somehow this thing happened. <laughs> I think the dog must be sick. 
He'll give some sort of reason or he will indicate to you through his verbiage that he is unaware of the reason. <laughs> and he is, never does that unless he is actually aware of the reason. Yes. When he's unaware of the reason, he has no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> when he's unaware of, like, for example, um, the cup broke. Just as an example that I don't even think it actually happened, but to make a story out of it. It did. Bob knocked it out of number one child's hand the other day. Yes, but for example... How did that happen? If number two broke a cup or broke a bowl or dropped something that got broken, Mm -hmm. he, you know, if, if it had just fallen off the counter and gotten broken from a gust of wind or a dog tail or a earthquake or I don't know, then he would say, oh, the cup broke. Yes. But if he knocked it off the counter, it's somehow, somehow the cup got broken, or I think the dog must have knocked the cup down, or... Right. And that's a... Did you feel that earthquake? <laughs> or... <gasps> a tornado. Sister. There was a tornado. There was a tornado. Yes. There was totally a tornado. I was right mountains. here, and a tornado came. I saw it. Yes. Or the other thing he'll do is he'll, he'll like, oh, when he broke my nail file, he looks at the dog and he says, oh, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He immediately blames it on somehow, yes. somewhere, something. <laughs> he's never at fault for anything, no. ever. No, he, he's, he can be at fault once in a while. We've caught a few instances of that. There are, there are some possibilities on that front. Please don't erase my hope just yet. <laughs> uh, whereas, like, when, when Bob knocked down the cup out of our number one child's hand the other day and it broke, he's like, hey, how did that happen? You know? Mm-hmm. He wants to know. Yeah. He's not trying to make up the reason why. Yeah. He is trying to investigate it. Yes. Yeah. And then so- if he feels he's investigated enough, he's going to tell you how it happened. Yes, but at that point... He's wrong, but he's going to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. You can't tell him he's wrong. He has to say, well, what if... And give him a different option. And he has to think about that. So. Huh. And if you just say, no, no, this is what happened. He's like, no. You don't believe me? I'm quite sure it's this way. (laughs) That's Uh, what he does to you. With me, he's just like, whatever. And he'll just ignore me. Because I, I don't try the what if. I just say, you know, he says, oh, the, the cup. Tornado picked up the cup. And if I know he did it, I'll say, I don't think so. And I'll just leave it. He'll get mad about that too. But mm-hmm. if only all of these were about a cup, but they never are. No, they aren't. They're I'll, never cups. I'll, I'll occasionally just coach him, which I had to do with number one for a long time. And just... Tell him the right words so he can echo and just be the parrot right now. Somehow the cup fell. Mom, I'm sorry I dropped the cup. Mom, I'm sorry I dropped the cup. And then when he realizes it's not a big deal and we just get a broom. Right. He's like, oh. Yeah. that's the way it is. It's a cup. Mm-hmm. You know. But you can't just get a broom for some kid's ribs or for swearing at your teacher or... The desk and chair that you threw. Yeah. Did he actually throw a desk and a chair this year? I didn't think he had done that since kinder. Let me get my phone and read you the email. Huh. I wasn't getting the emails that you were getting. Oh. You want to say what emails you were getting? Oh, yes. I was getting emails earlier the the end of the week, 
after he missed the bus, supposedly due to his teacher's negligence, I'm getting emails on my phone as I'm trying to direct a concert that say, can you come in for a meeting? We need to revise his individual education plan to help support some of the behaviors we've been seeing. Right. And I didn't get this email at all, even though the address they have appears to be correct. I, I said to you, I think I'm being spared by the universe. <laughs> yes. I don't need to know on Friday. So I can wait until Monday to know these things. Yes, it is a Friday, and I'm getting these emails, and they say, can you come in on Thursday? And I'm thinking, Thursday is the next concert for my students, so I can't, but George should be able to. And so I forward the message to you, and I say, I can't go there at this time because my students have something, but you know, let me know how it goes. And then they email back and say, no, we were wrong. The time is wrong. And at this point, I had seen you and talked to you and you said you didn't have any of these emails. So I let you read them on my phone. And yep. I emailed them back at that point because I realized that you would not have and would not be able to within the near future. And I emailed them back and said, George's phone is not playing nice with others right now. Probably taking cues from our child. <laughs> no. I didn't say that part. And um, the times that you're looking at, the days that you're looking at, he can probably go morning or early midday. And so now it's still a, a scheduling that we're still working out. You also asked me to email and say, you know, we have an appointment with his doctor on Tuesday. And that was the second line of the email was... Would you please send us any pertinent information or relevant anecdotes that we can share with his doctor, and then we'll bring that information back to you at our meeting. So what was the email that you just got now? Well, the email I got right after he started the meds had to do with getting into altercations and boarding in class, and she had a long talk with him. Mm-hmm. But they've, they've moved on. Oh, I'm um, sorry. They've moved on. She said... Altercations the, the, with other kids or with adults? Other kids. Okay. She said the, the end of the week has been extremely hard for him. I definitely have not seen improvement in his behavior, meaning since the meds, because that's what our main discussion is here. Yes, which generally the ADD meds don't help his behavior. They should help his focus and ability to do schoolwork. I've explained but. that a few times. But... She said, uh, more importantly, today he had the worst day all year. He got upset because he was not able to go into the resource room to see the pet hamster. He decided not to participate in class, refused to go to the lunchroom. He ended up going with the principal due to refusing to complete classwork, breaking his pencil, pushing over his desk, and screaming at me. We met on Thursday morning which is interesting because this email is Friday. Friday. With the team. Structured behavior progressive remedies. Yeah, yeah, the team. We discussed his continual behaviors each year. He is going to be on a weekly behavior note with me in order to earn recess and playing with the hamster on Friday. Currently, he is required to stay near the aides outside during recess time. This is due to continuous issues when he isn't being monitored as close. Yes, we saw this before. I hope you are able to talk with him this weekend. Besides medication changes, is there anything different going on at home? 
please let me know if you have any additional questions. So I still need to write her back, but by this time it was Friday night, and I'll just write her back today or tomorrow, and she'll right. get it on Monday. Right. But um, no. And when we get to this point of his behavior, I'm always quite worried. And the reason I'm not quite worried before that is because of conditioning you know, I've gotten used to it. <laughs> he's boiled your frog. But but when he gets to the point where he's quite so unhappy on a regular basis as to be getting in this much trouble, he's got to be terribly unhappy. Right. And so fortunately, we are seeing the doctor early Tuesday morning. What I expect is that they will take him off of the ADHD med. Now, interestingly enough, he's taken it on the weekend at his mom's house and not had any of those problems. She found him to be very compliant unusually so because she said he usually does have meltdowns when i went to drop off the rest of the pills friday the office lady the one in charge of everything Mm -hmm. said um so are you seeing any differences with this because we're not seeing anything in other words what the f are you guys doing (laughs) yes that's that's my translation i do not need women speak translation at that point no no and i said uh no We are not seeing any differences. It is intended to help him focus. However, we go to the doctor Tuesday, so we are going to follow doctor's orders until then. And she said, oh, okay. I had a a reasoning to my methods, and we were just going to do this so we could be done with it on Tuesday. Yes. Is what I imagine. And I think he'll take him off of it, and he may increase his other med again. He's on a very low dose of one of of his two meds. and stabilizer, yeah. The second mood stabilizer that we added some months ago, and I imagine he will increase it again because nobody needs to be quite so unhappy. As uh, to be acting out quite that thoroughly. To throw their desk, break their pencils, and scream at their favorite teacher because they do not get to go see the pet hamster. Yeah, which, I mean, at this point, he has stopped responding to any sort of positive incentive. Because at home, it's the same way. We offer, you know, you can have some screen time if you, or you can go outside and play if you, or, you know, these are regular and established means of helping children grow into functional human beings. And at home, he's much the same, you know, if you don't clean up after yourself in the bathroom, then you won't get to eat birthday cake. And I don't think that's an actual example from our real world life. But he'll no. be like, oh, I want the birthday cake. And so, but, but, but now, then he won't actually do- go clean the bathroom. Right. Well, right now, what's happening is if you draw a line in the sand or you just hold him accountable for something and say, you need to go clean up the mess you made in the bathroom when you were cleaning yourself up before you can do something else, he's mad enough that he digs his heels in and decides he doesn't want the thing he really wanted, birthday cake, take the dog for a walk, whatever it is. But then he'll have another meltdown when he doesn't get the thing that he really wanted also. Yeah. Like, he, he, he recognizes that there is this linear logical progression between his choices and the reward, but he still PO'd that he didn't get the reward, even though he threw a fit about doing the thing and probably didn't even do the thing that earned the reward. He didn't, which is why he doesn't have the reward. (laughs) Well, yeah, and oftentimes we won't give kids a reward if they were being little shits about doing the thing that would earn it. Yes, that's true. But anyway, so that's our world lately. 
<laughs> and you get to take him on a week-long vacation. Are you are you planning on driving overnight, or are you planning on going during the day? I've decided that I need to leave early in the morning, like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Or something, because I need to drive the longest stretch that's a bunch of nothingness while it's light out. Yes. Otherwise, it would be very sleepy. Mm-hmm. And so that's my plan. Leave really early in the morning so that I am in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the day and on regular roads again by later. So I might I might not leave quite that early. Mm-hmm. It depends on what day I leave. I have to see what the weather's going to be and decide what day I'm leaving. Right. You, you, you decided not to take your aunt up on her offer to help drive. I haven't informed her of that yet. <laughs> because she's trying to be helpful. She really is. She, she's trying to offer to drive, and that would be totally great. But then her and my son will fight the whole time. They will. And I don't, I don't want that for either of them or no. me. And or me. With you navigating, you could make sure that she wasn't driving you into a ditch. And I think that's part of her thing, too, is she would like to make that trip without getting lost and feel successful, which would be fine. But I haven't seen my sister in a long time. And you'd and I would just like to be... just visit with my sister and deal with my son, hopefully on a little more medication, so he can also have a reparative visit from the last time he went. Mm-hmm. where he wasn't on the current med. So that was August. Since August, he's been on the second mood stabilizer because mm-hmm. he went with... With uh, Auntie well, on. Yeah, he went with her in the, at the end of the summer. Yes, and it was not a good experience because he... For anybody. No. Including the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to, to have a better experience with that. He always wants to go down there. I have lots of time I can take. He has a long break. And you have a lot of math to do. So if we get out of the way, <laughs> you could catch up on your math. I can catch up I on I can grad see school. my sister. I've gotten behind with concerts and such. And uh, it will be very productive. Yay. Yep. That sounds nice. Yeah. So I imagine my mother wants to go too, but I think she's decided not to consider it because she doesn't want to go. With the small man. No, she doesn't. And understandably so. Nobody else wants to go with the small man except maybe your Not aunt, even the small man wants to go with the small man. He drives himself over the edge on a regular does. basis. And that's why we've got to see what the doctor can do because that's no life to live. No, it's, it's not. It's really not. It's no fun to not like yourself. Right. So my, my approach has just been just like when his mom picked him up from here yesterday and um, I had just read that email and... We were just giving her heads up that I had emails to forward her, and here's his pills, but you may or may not want to give them to him, his his ADHD pills, mm-hmm. and here's why. And she said, should I talk to him? And I said, no, I think just leave it, because I only talk to him when I'm going to prime him for something, and I'll do that Sunday night. And the rest of it is really useless, because then he just feels upset, and he can't really fix it. Right. He doesn't know what to do, and he doesn't need to be more unhappy because he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. So let's just stay as calm and even killed about it as possible and say, oh, well, that was wrong. And talk about it with the school and the doctor and such. Yep. I think they may be ramping up to try and switch his program. Although I question whether they would try and do it before the end of this year. Right. Typically, they would leave him till the end of the year. And if things are not better, 
or especially if things are worse, they would they would want to do that. The, um, the exception would be if they feel that he is creating an unsafe environment for the other students, and then they would try and shift him as quickly as possible. And they would try and do that for the next quarter, which starts right after spring break. Which would be why they'd be like, hey, how about Thursday? Let's meet now. Uh, now doesn't work for his mom, who does want to attend. Mm-hmm. So I, I, they either have to... If they really want us now, they will make a space on Wednesday, mm-hmm. because that's what I offered them. Right. Wednesday morning. Or they will wait until after spring break. Right. And it will work out the way it's going to work out. It will. Because if he's not being safe, he cannot stay in the mainstream school. He can't. Unfortunately. <sighs> it's not fair to people to be terrorized. No, it's, it's not. It's bad enough he's terrorized in his own world. Mm-hmm. By his own self, own self, but nobody else needs to play. No, that that's no good. So, all right. So that's it. I hope. For <laughs> okay. To, today for today, we, we can find another more interesting or pleasant topic to discuss next week because this will now have been two weeks of this topic because that was over an hour and a quarter of discussion, which will probably get cut down to about fifty minutes. But well, there you have it. That's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! So I was I was wondering when it was all windy and quiet where the licky dog was. <laughs> <laughs> you want to wait for him to settle down? It might take a few minutes. It might take a few minutes, but yes, we will wait for him to settle down. And now the wind settles down. Lie down. Come on, lay down. There you go. Good boy. Good boy. Come on. There you Good go. Good boy. Good boy, lie down. Now, jingle dog. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Come here, Bob. Let me see you. Come here. Yeah, where's your squeaky toy? That's usually part of the podcast beginnings, too, huh? <laughs> Just has to try to get everybody to be quiet. <laughs> Bob, you win. Over here, Bob. Sit down. Right there. There you go. There you go. Okay. So. Go lay down. He, he wants to try to figure out if he can get in somebody's lap. No. Not getting in anybody's lap. Tell him no. Lay no. down. Good boy. Good dog. Okay. So. Say again. If yeah. it's 40, you can if go ahead. If it's 40, it'll be one episode, but I don't know. We'll see. There was a lot of stopping and saying things over, so. Yeah. And then there's all this. 
There is. <laughs> Which will make an outtake if I end up cutting it into two episodes, but... Well, there you have it. That's it. Ha, 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 ha.